Welcome to That's a Chunky. I am here with uh, the hot tub king of Detroit, <laughs> Jared, and uh, um, James, who is now a full-on prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> yep. as, we, as we talk about uh, episode three of Detroiters, titled Sam the Man. But before we jump in, we have a little bit of housekeeping to do. Um, Jared, who was obviously scalded for our recording of episode two, does want to drop some some episode two thoughts on you guys, some bonus thoughts. Yeah, um, bonus which I'm thought. sure will be worth the wait. Um, my son dropped this line the other day. He was like, "I'm coming in hot and spitting out snot," and I was like, "Jesus Christ!" Like, what the hell? <laughs> um, that's good. And and we all like burst out laughing, like he was describing himself at school that day. And I was like, "All right, great." <laughs> um, so I actually thought episode two might be my favorite um detroiters episode of all time ned is the mvp by a mile um <laughs> like everything he says is funny like hefty garbage bags now for white people um and then it just only goes up from there his yes. chris brown uh diapers um ad is like probably one of the funniest things i've ever heard the four whites only bathroom in a restaurant yeah it's not good uh even beginning with when tim is like did he say chris brown um <laughs> And then when he was describing um, his his dick, he's like, he might have a disease way too big for sex or anything, um, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, when they're beating the crap out of that van at the police uh, repo lot, um, yes. and then Leah comes in and says, are you guys done jerking each other off? And he's like, do you see jizz everywhere, Leah? There'd be jizz all over this van if we were jerking each other off. That was um, my favorite as well. The Hunky Specs ad, I, I know we're going to do it. I, I think it's absolutely amazing. Um, the the way the guy dances, the cops beating him at the end for no reason at all. Um, just so he could drop the line, but I'm white. Um, it, it, was, um, it was a phenomenal episode. Um, yeah, phenomenal. There's even a... I wrote this down because uh, when they're on the bike... Um, Tim tries to spit at one point. He just basically spits on himself because he couldn't get the spit out, which I think is probably like an outtake that they just left in. But it was yeah. like the saddest spit I've ever seen in my life. Um, and then it ends with Dick and the ice cream. And then the the goblin face, the painting on the side of the van. Um, <laughs> it's it's an amazing episode. Um, yeah, it, it's it's definitely like top three at, at you know, at the lowest point. Um, um, Ned, it, Ned is so good. Yeah. I, one thing when you were just going through that, that I remembered, I had forgotten about until just now, but I learned after we recorded last episode talking about it, that the hunky specs thing is like a real commercial, basically. Yeah, like, it's I like, <laughs> it's like effectively they just recreated a commercial that was already there and then added the like police beating at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. But, just, just to interject, to, like tie the whole world together. Like uh, we got an email from uh, Lottie from Pro progressive podcast, Australia, who um, sent me the original, which I believe is for a product called sexy specs. 
and the ad's just like totally the same it's yeah. unreal like i'm i'm gonna see if i can still buy some honestly um, it, it's like it's it's funny because the original ad is sexy specs and they honestly tamed it down by exactly. calling it specs. <laughs> yeah and then um Luddy somehow is went to detroit this week oh, um wow. and went by the building uh for uh dietrich furs um which we will explore in a future episode so um <laughs> our world is shrinking um yeah where like somehow the f- the guest we know from the furthest away <laughs> ended up in detroit um this amazing week, so um yeah i can't i can't agree uh more with all the stuff jared said i, I do know jared you also um just in some i think you should leave news sent out uh sent us a text about a tim cameo yeah which i i haven't seen that movie yet the scream six right he's got a yeah he's got a cameo in there yeah i mean it's isn't it aren't we sort of at the point now where like i know it's almost like he's doing the movie a service rather than vice versa yeah i think so yeah i don't know it's kind of a big deal um this uh, third episode of Detroiters, and, and we've got some helpful feedback from our listeners um, who nicely pointed out at times early in our Detroiters review, we're just kind of like the Chris Farley sketch on Saturday Night Live. Like, <laughs> yeah, hey, you remember that? That was awesome. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it was like that. Um, so we're going to. Yeah, we were unstructured. To... The first one in particular, we. we felt very unstructured but well, i didn't feel like there was gonna i didn't realize how much of a difference there was gonna be between talk like when you talk about a sketch you kind of can do that um and then when you talk about a, a 30 minute long minute, episode yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's a little different so and end up uh, talking for about twice as long as the length of the actual episode <laughs> that you're talking about our our editing's not as good as the show yeah. um we, we need to uh flag jeff chris down from detroit uh yeah mix it professionally that's true but i am gonna give uh just a brief synopsis it's hard to do of detroiters because it really it's very dense um basically sam uh upset that tim is sort of the opposite of a wingman uh i just want to i don't know if anyone would even know if they heard but man for a little while I rolled with some of the worst wingmen ever. Um, <laughs> and college, I, no, it actually was oh, right. not you guys. You guys were fine. Yeah. Um, although I think I did have one thing that got, uh, I'll explain to you later, but it was kind of worth it because the sort of stunt we pulled was one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen in my life. Um, but we'll talk about that off air. <laughs> um, right. But anyway, um, so anyway, uh, Sam is just sort of wandering around town, catches a drink. Uh, accidentally um, sort of um, suggests to a woman at the bar that he's a prostitute. Um, He catches feelings, ends in a hilarious scene at a major event. And uh, that's about that. That's that. That's the synopsis of the episode. Um, James, what should we talk about first from this episode, do you think? Um, Let's see. I think, um, well, I guess one one thing is that there's really not a B-plot or, like, story going on parallel to this, which I think is 
The closest think... thing to it is basically like Tim uh, is having like, colitis. Colitis because he <laughs> can't have dairy, basically. Uh, I'm going to throw out this might be the greatest B plot in the history of TV. So I, I'm going to strongly disagree. Um, I think, I think, I guess like it is a B plot, but it's almost a B plot specifically constructed to keep the B plot out of the way of the A plot. It's like yeah. very little else, else to the B plot kind of. Although he does set in motion, like in the first scene where um, the woman rollerblades into the recycling cans, um, yeah. by the way, the line. I love Sam's reaction to that. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> what a coincidence. My friends call me Samantha. Yeah. That's a good ass line. Yeah. Um, That's a good line. They had chemistry, man. Like, I don't know what oh, they man. did with that. Like, I felt like they could have gotten married. Um, maybe yeah. they are married. Maybe I actually, I, I'm just going to throw out, I really like the way the show casts love interests. Like, it just feels like. I don't know. It feels like a bunch of attractive people, but not in the way like a lot of times the people like Hollywood is purporting as these amazing, like yeah. attractive people. I'm kind of like, I, I don't know. I just, they don't seem like real people. And in Detroiters, it's like, yeah, I mean, that, that chemistry at the beginning, that kind of got me fired up a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, my guts are going nuts. I know. I wrote that with, I have stars and a giant circle around it. Yeah. Going nuts. Like nuts. So good. Like literally, wow. if I have to call in sick to work soon, <laughs> I'm using it. <laughs> uh, let's let's throw it out right now. Um, is does anybody have a better episode catchphrase than "My guts are going nuts"? No, I mean, I, I well, I don't want to get too far ahead of. Her. I think the last scene, the Uber driver thing. Um, <laughs> That's some. That, I think that's that my favorite thing in the whole episode. Honestly. All right, let's save that. Yeah, save yeah. it. Um, and let's let's no, talk like, a little more. Quote. Can we talk a little more uh, colitis? Yeah, we should talk about colitis. Yeah, um, really impacting a lot of people. Um, and then Sam, uh, I've got to go. My friend can't poop unless I rub his belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole sequence was full of great lines because because. Chrissy yelling down from the window, he wants you to come rub his belly, is also yeah, great. <laughs> because at first you don't totally know like why he needs yeah, to rub his belly, and then Sam just completely explains it in that line. It's great. And, and also, yeah, and then like um, they're talking when like all the women are coming up to Sam at the bar to hit on him. <laughs> um, by the way, very beautiful women. Um, he's, he's like, Tim is talking about his colitis that whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then, then they play this gurgling sound effect. Sam's gone. And it's like, <laughs> and he's like, oh no, the Verners kicked in. <laughs> and if I'm the Verners is just ginger ale, right? Yeah, I think yeah. Verners is like a reputable brand of ginger ale. Yeah, it's like, just like totally normal, good ginger ale. I, um, I, to my knowledge, no laxative effect um, from Verner's ginger ale, but who knows? Uh, real Maybe ginger actually does have a mild laxative effect. Oh, um, and okay. the bubbles as well. So it's like very gentle. Um, okay. But in fact, a lot of people get ginger, like American ginger ale now that has no ginger in it. And it just kind of like does not mm-hmm. do what it's supposed to do. Um, that means he had to go take a dump. The bartender's like, everyone knows what that means. <laughs> I, know. I also like in that 
that follow-up line is grown man can only poop at home and the bartender says i can poop anywhere anytime <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> two types of people in the world yeah um i do also just want to throw out at one point uh later in the episode chrissy asked tim what do you want for dinner and he just goes milk and cheese please <laughs> yeah. um, and then his second choice is pizza right, right. Yeah. perfect uh, uh, all right so james i think we've given a lot of evidence to why your b plot right. is yeah fair terribly, I'll, I'll also, yeah, actually i think this is like maybe the best b plot in the world I, yeah you're right and also i will say like the two points that i was honestly laughing the hardest i guess were both part of the b plot um <laughs> which was uh it might have been the same scene where um where uh the like his t Tim's dinner request happened when I think it's the second time where Tim's come home and is talking to Chrissy and he asks how her day went and she has just like a two cents sentence yeah. story from her uh, like day at work, which both times have been like completely outrageous and absurd. <laughs> no, and Tim's just yes. like, oh man, that's crazy. And then like continues talking. But uh, this time it was, it was, it was the, the her coworker who who works next to her uh let me see if i have like the actual notes but uh an undercover yeah, cheryl yeah, was an undercover yeah. boss cheryl who works on the line next to me she was like an undercover boss like whole wig <laughs> and everything she was like the ceo of chrysler no, chrysler <laughs> <laughs> which <laughs> tim's like his reaction is like i mean he's like reacts as it being crazy and then but then chrissy just is like so how was your day <laughs> Yeah, he yeah. just moves on really quickly. Yeah, which I like. I like both of the scenes of that because one, it's like very funny, but then I also just really like how like completely normal and like nice their relationship is. Tim yeah. asks her how her day is every time, and she like tells him, and he's like very interested and reacts, and then they like ask each other how their day is and have a little conversation. So it's like a sweet relationship, which I really love that aspect of it but it's also like very very funny what her story is every time and you can tell they love working together because tim has continued to cast her yeah totally and we get some season three yeah would love that um in addition um to the catchphrase what's funny is i i feel like i have a difference between best catchphrase and then um a phrase that should be <laughs> entered into the dictionary. It's like two different things. So I'm going to nominate early um, when <laughs> Sam is incredibly mad at the, uh, what was the name of the event they're at? Anybody remember? I don't uh, remember. Um, so he jumps into this whole diatribe of, uh, I will not keep my voice down. Uh, what am I, just a veiny wang with a knot at the end? <laughs> With two huge pendulum balls. Pendulum ball. yeah. Is that all I am? A man with a big Joe Lewis fist in his pants <laughs> and a freshly bleached butthole you can eat <laughs> off of? <laughs> the other chef's kiss. <laughs> Mama mia. <laughs> this huge pecker is attached to a body, and this body has a heart and a soul and a brain and arms and feet and a neck. Um, I'm just gonna throw out if if um 
Joe Louis fist is not added to the dictionary uh, in the next month, I will kill myself on this podcast. <laughs> that, yeah. yeah, I've thought about that line a lot, but Joe Louis fist. In the yeah. Pants. And Joe um, Louis, I think, is from Detroit, too. I think so, too. Fucking hey, yeah, man, the I writing think... on this show is... There's like a fist thing in the city or something, I think. Like I the, think they, I... they also, in the first episode, when they're like sketching out their uh ad idea for like chrysler the city of detroit on two wheels i think they say something about like joe lewis's fist as like one of the like montage things at the beginning too so like working in the detroit stuff he's a bad man joe lewis (laughs) um just want you guys to know i can poop anywhere anytime (laughs) (laughs) um jared do you think should we should we just jump into the final scene or should we go in, in order of the show? Um, there are some moments that um, I've, that we've kind of skipped past that I thought okay. were entertaining. Um, the Elliot Spitzer was amazing. And then they correct <laughs> and say is, and it's like, he's, he's like a Skeletor with the skin on. Yeah. Um, that's got a huge <laughs> kick out of that. I also, the, and this is before the Uber driver wingman thing. When when uh, Chrissy and and Tim go to the bar to try to recreate like the prostitute. Thing. Oh my god! Yes. That's, and Tim that is was... an amazing red suit. Um, he couldn't. He threw out a million dollars as the cost uh, for a night. Um, and then he couldn't come up with a fake name. His first one was Sam Dubay, his brother, and the second which one is was her Chrissy. brother. Yeah. I know. And the second one was Chrissy. Chrissy, Chrissy Cranlin. And she's like, one that's was... me. And then the third one is Bubba Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> like... uh, that, I think that scene was the one that I laughed the most at in this episode. The million dollars, the names. He also, she she uh, counter offers 500000 and he says, fine, I'll do it, but my pimp's going to kill me. <laughs> Also, it's a the the writing's really clever. Like it's a callback to when when Sam becomes a prostitute originally. Uh, he says, and he's even like telling Chrissy, he's like monochrome suit, earring, whole nine yards, everything. And then when you go to yes. that sketch, he's wearing a monochrome suit with an earring, yeah, uh, and a toothpick, which I'm counting as the whole nine yards. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. the toothpick was great. The that salad tossed the completion as, as the service. <laughs> which is- I also like that Chrissy is like kind of like into it when he describes yeah, that. Like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that that might have been a real offer. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but that yeah, the Uber the the wingman in the end, at the end. Uh, I mean, beginning with Mike Cyclops as his name. I work for NASA. There's a lot they're not telling you. <laughs> picked out for banging one of the aliens it had or it was like he she he he, it had everything it had everything and the old guy in the back of the bar is like nodding yeah i know the guy wakes up and and then he says i miss her (laughs) (laughs) Um, which is amazing Um, but the yeah the uber driver thing um i love the phrase we have undeniable pre-existing chemistry, <laughs> which is like, yes. I'm going to have to use to describe someone in my life at some point. Maybe my wife. I don't know. Um, two freaking stars <laughs> after you farted in my car. Um, yeah. Didn't no, even roll was, down the window. Didn't even roll down the window. Um, 
But like, yeah, I, I remember when that, I first saw that scene and I was just dying. And then um, Tim is so good in it. Um, Can I blow your mind? Kinda, yeah. yeah. That last scene, it's like, it is an I think you should leave sketch. Yeah. Like you could right. actually cut it off from the rest of the episode. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're totally. right. You totally but it could. would work. Yeah. Even like where it's like, aren't you that male prostitute? Like, yeah, yeah, you know, like you can make yeah. that a standalone. I think you totally. can do a sketch. Yeah, good call. You're right. I think yeah. even I think the like style of character that Tim's playing in that when he's like playing himself or playing Tim Cramblin playing a character like is very much in line yeah. with some of the stuff that he's done and I think you should leave like the the tone and like and style of of delivery and stuff as I was watching it I had the same thought as is like it feels okay. like when he's like um in the uh babysitter sketch when he's he's like um like oh Barry Palm the dip like that's like <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, totally. the like you farted in my car like kind of yeah. and it's a it's a character the character themselves is acting yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, because they're not totally. being themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, Jared. I think that last sketch to me, again, we're not voting yet, but to me, that like is probably the bit of the show, with all respect yeah. to the role play scene, which I also think is amazing. Um, they yeah. start to do something in this episode too, which is like they're they sort of like interject some really random, fast comedy pieces, which is like. Uh, when they're at the bar originally and they both leave or like uh, Sam is still there. Just like this obnoxious softball yeah. team comes in and they're like, we got to stop at Myers for some crackers and pop. And it just kind of like goes really quickly. Um, then there's like a part where there's, I don't know who the like director of photography was on the episode. I, I mean, I know I can look it up, but like, they have these like really beautiful shots of Detroit, and then it just cuts to the guy yelling "cock a doodle doo." Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> um, it's just like very. I feel like in the first two episodes, everything was really on topic, um, and for this episode, it was like a little. Yeah, out those of left were field. a couple things where I was wondering a little bit if like if they were things that someone from Detroit would like recognize as like oh mm. there's. They're, the cockadoodle do guy, They're like the people in the red outfits. Like I was wondering if they were, they were supposed to be Red Wings fans, I think but they were, they were they not were wearing Red Wings them. logos, but they were wearing like red yeah. and white. And so uh, I thought maybe yeah. it was like sort of stereotyping like Red Wings fans coming into a bar and kind of being a little obnoxious. And so like I feel like there might be some little things where like to the non-Detroit native, it's just like a little one-off thing but if you're from detroit you'd like maybe recognize it a little bit more like that, that i don't know sense. that makes sense um they also have like the whole uh sam sort of like music montage where there's like music <laughs> oh, behind yeah. it and then he actually like uh, comes up on the people singing which i thought was kind of funny yeah. yeah i think tim makes chrissy hot dogs benedict yes yeah. I, oh, I was gonna mention yeah. that it was uh um <laughs> it was let's see if i have it written down uh morning hot dogs for sam and hot dogs benedict for my lady <laughs> which just continues sam or uh tim's like obsession with hot dogs both in this show and in i think you should leave which is like i mean it, they're probably the funniest food there is maybe it's gotta be 
And just like a little segue to the sketch uh, in the Brooks Brothers store with that whole hot dog and Zach's wearing the oh, hot dog yeah. suit. Um, they have the guy who gets clowned, I think, by Councilwoman Gwinnett, who is dressed oh, like, like a, a minion. minion. Yeah. yeah. And he's <laughs> just wearing a suit that resembles a minion. It's like, it's like one of those things where it's like clearly like reusing a conceptual joke, but you're not even mad because they're both so funny. Yeah. 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 So good. That that was a uh, a great like pan over where she apologizes for calling him a minion and then the camera pans over and you see he's like, <laughs> yeah. looks exactly, is very, yeah, very much like a, I think you should leave both the hot dog sketch and the like uh, Brian's hat uh, yes. Like focus oh, yeah, shift, totally. like, yeah, yeah. And uh, if if anyone's thinking that Councilwoman Gwinnett looks familiar, uh, it's Wendy Raquel Robinson, um, who was on 122 episodes of the Steve Harvey Show um, oh. as a principal, uh, Regina Greer, uh, who Steve knew as from his childhood and would call her Piggy, which was her childhood nickname. Um, <laughs> I don't, Steve Harvey's show was watchable, but very rarely great. Um, although yeah. she was always good on the show. So, um, what else? What else do we got? I have, I have a couple more things, but I want you guys to get your ideas out. James, you can go if you want. I have a couple things, but. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, my main highlight moments were the. Um, undercover boss and the like Sam and Chrissy's encounter uh, like at the bar. Um, I I guess one other thing is near the beginning when Sam's kind of like uh, alone, kind of walking alone and has the montage of seeing all the couples. And then he goes into the bar and there's that woman sitting there and he like is about to talk to her. And then a man swoops in and like kind of starts kissing and it's kind of like Uh, a cliche thing, but then they like start making out really heavily and then it turns into like very intense groping and stuff. And Sam is like getting like a really uncomfortable and like kind of uh, like looking away. And and, uh, so I thought that was like a, I don't know, just like a fun little uh, subversion of the sort of cliche, like, you know, he's about to talk to someone and then some other guy sweeps in. And that's also how he ends up with the rose and then gets mistaken for being a prostitute because he's holding the one rose. Oh, really quickly, right after that scene, um, Councilwoman Gwinnett sends him a drink. And <laughs> Sam, Sam's reaction is the funniest thing ever. He's like, I'm not paying for it. I didn't order that and I'm not paying for it. It's a friggin' scam, dude. <laughs> yeah, so good. Immediate it was like very, very quick response. Like like it's happened to him before and he's like averting a crisis. Or or he's I think or he's never been sent to drink before, which is, which is amazing. Um Jared, what else you got? Uh two things. One is the phrase honey boy, which um <laughs> I think is hilarious. Yeah. I'm shocked it that is. I think- yeah, but yeah. referring to yourself as a honey boy. The other is, um, <laughs> it's in the hot dogs Benedict scene, but um, he's trying to think about like why he got paid. And the theory he comes up with is that she ripped his Superman underwear when she took them off. <laughs> and to compensate for it. And then he accuses her of like, well, she vastly overvalued those. <laughs> um, 
And then Chrissy, I think, is like, no, she thinks you're a prostitute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was that was the theory Tim and Sam were gonna accept was that yeah. she ripped the Superman underwear. Because because there unless she was accounting for a sentimental value, then, then yeah, she did appropriately value. value. <laughs> when the when the tuxedo arrives at Kremlin Duvet, they're both like you, she's all that in her. Yes. Yeah, she's all that in her. Yeah, that's the other thing. Right now. Yeah, that's a good. That's a that needs to go into the the dictionary. I think as as a verb. Um, Mort Krim, uh, another great appearance. Uh, yes. Another. So you might be right with that Red Wings thing because there's another dig. Uh, right. Red Wings fans have something to celebrate as they recovered two bodies from the ice. <laughs> <laughs> The idea of there being bodies in 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 Joe like... Lewis Arena, I believe. Oh, right. oh man! All wow. together. I know, so Great. knowledgeable. <laughs> Let's hope that's right. <laughs> so getting a bunch of emails. Um, so this is actually a, a good segue. We're gonna have a new sketch every episode where we take all of the ads from all of the episodes we've seen to this point and rank them. Uh, I personally think we're, we're in very non-controversial territory right now because uh, one of the ads, um, uh, if I remember right, I got to look at my exact notes, uh, Leah tanked it. <laughs> yes. Yep, yep. Um, which is the hot tub king. Um, and then we have our hunky specs ad. Yep. Um, and then we have our new <laughs> ad, which was... Um, Given yeah, by Tim to the news um, because yeah, it was their best ad. work, um, which features the, you know, sort of like the services of uh, touching, licking, butts, ooh, orgasmic. Um, and I, I have this written afterwards. I like, this is the only episode in like TV show where I can have this in the notes and I don't remember where it's from. It says he wasn't all that good, aggressively medium wang. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know where that came from, but that was her her press yeah, conference press at the conference. end where she was admitting oh, to it and she was okay. putting him down. Got <laughs> <laughs> that even happened? So much loaded into these 22 minutes. Yeah, um, does anybody want to uh, put our three commercials in order? Um, I think it, I think you're speaking for all of us. I mean, I think they. I have to go with probably the order that that uh, Tim and Sam would put them in the 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 Sam's prostitute ad first because it's the best oh. thing they've ever done, <laughs> and that then the hunky specs, and then uh, then Leah beefing it with the hot dog king. That's that's in universe at least. So I'm going to make Jared be a tiebreaker here. I'm going to flip Hunky Specs and the Sam Prostitute ad. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hunky Specs is great. Um, okay. All right. All right. So I think I think Tim would I get disagree. what you said, James. I, <laughs> I get it. Like, if Tim and Sam think that's the best Because Ned made Hunky Specs, so it's... Uh, it's uh, that's true. That's like fair. That. That's a fair way to um, get around what I mean, they said. It's te- technically... My personal favorite... The yeah, Sam it, ad is probably the first one. It's probably even the first commercial they shot and edited because Leah made the first commercial. <laughs> that's true. That's wow. true. That's the only one that we've seen that is their own creation. Oh, and that Chrysler pitch would have been amazing, oh, though. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. It would have been I'm great to see how they, how they ruined it. <laughs> God. 
it'd be really funny to like see Jason Sudeikis on the street and just like accost him for not accepting. <laughs> yeah. Like he was really the person. I just always <laughs> think that would be really funny performance art. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Damn it, Carter Grant. <laughs> Stop telling like this Ignore Ted Lasso right now and just go yeah. straight into like ad exec. Um, yeah, like if you're like Detroiters. Jason Sudeikis, do you remember that you were named Carter Grant on Detroiters? <laughs> like, I really wonder. I don't know. I don't oh, know. That's a good that's question. A question. Oh. Yeah, because well, wasn't was he like involved in producing Detroit or yeah. like, getting it? Yeah. Done? So he I may have so. been. He may have a little bit better memory of that than other stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's done a lot since then. I mean, he's he's not in this world, but didn't like Matthew Perry say he didn't remember like three seasons of Friends. <laughs> I think he <laughs> that's did tough, that. yeah. man. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 Oh, um, we also um, we have uh, again. I'm going with catchphrase. My guts are going nuts. Yeah, but I, I'm, I love. I, I love. If, my if guts you guys have nuts. any other yeah, ones, it's, it's got to be that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, she's all that it, but that's not as good as my guts are going nuts. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Tim's delivery is so... It's like, my guts are going nuts! You can really play someone who's vulnerable, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we have our best bit, uh, which is Mike Cyclops. <laughs> Mike Cyclops. <laughs> so good. Imagine if you watched, if you showed that, like if you could show that clip to someone like... 40 years ago and there's like uber and area 51 that's true yeah just be like what <laughs> um uh episode mvp i think sam it's gotta it's be sam. sam it is yeah. sam this is a yeah. really strong episode from him yeah, yeah. it Good definitely range. to me felt like i don't think i don't know if he even has to like have a real um but it just felt like he really, like, uh, I don't know, like, he was doing things in this episode that were, like, he really was adventurous. And I think it's part of his repertoire now, but. Um, yeah, I mean, this, he, I don't know, if you've seen any of his other stuff, you know this, but this, I forget if, he probably was in Veep a little bit before he was doing Detroiters, right? That, that would, I think would so. that have been earlier? I think so, but, yeah. yeah. But I, I think that this may have been sort of, like, some of when he was first putting on tape some of his like true charm because in yeah. VP he's like a little bit a little bit extra kind of like dumb goofy but yeah. in this like he he has chemistry with like so many different people in this and then like perfect comedic timing about all like tim ruining everything <laughs> that he's everyone he's yeah. talking to but like and like the the first scene of the episode the meet cute like you really get to see sam really like shine as sort of a cute like uh, you know, relatable lead, but also like he really gets to ham it up with the sort of absurd, like, uh, you know, his. I don't think we even talked about his outfit towards the end of his time as a prostitute, where it's like a mesh shirt and a oh, oh, that's red yeah. thong hanging yeah. out and everything. Oh like, <laughs> his his range in this episode is all over the place. Yeah, which is great and great in every every aspect. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. MVP. Well, I think I think those are all our uh, sort of uh, weekly segments. I'm gonna try to, to a ridiculous amount, add a new segment every episode. Do it. I think next week um, we'll be talking about all of Mort Crim's appearances. 
Um, not not a hundred percent committed. Also, if listeners want to uh, tweet at the show, um, we would love some recommendations. Um, we'd also love to hear stuff that we missed. Um, although I'm taking like eight pages of notes for every <laughs> yeah, episode right now. It's just too much good shit in, in every episode. It's so dense, so dense with good stuff. Um, and obviously, I don't think we've talked a lot about the fact that. Um, we are going to have to take a break from our Detroiters um, to um, talk about season three of I Think You Should Leave. Yeah, May 30th. May I think we'll 30th. get a trailer. Well, I bet you we get a trailer in the next like two weeks. Probably, yeah, right? I feel like they've got oh have, my God. Have some sort of promo stuff coming out. Um, yeah, and I think then... I think I've contemplated like for some of the stuff like the trailer. Um, we could probably just maybe do some really short standalone episodes um, where we try to hop on for like 10 minutes or something like that. I think the, I think May 30th is a Tuesday. Yeah. It's Um, a weird day for a release, but I don't know. I can't, I'm sure Netflix has like algorithms that are telling them when to do everything. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking we'll probably have like maybe, a full 24 hours or so to watch and we can do, I think last for season two, we did like a first impressions episode. Um, yeah. And then we'll be trying to book as many people as we can, as quickly as we can. Yeah. Uh, I can't you say a lot. You should watch it on the first day. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I mean, All right. Fine. Fine. Yeah. And I think uh, we, we at least have like, I, I'm telling you, there's at least one person that um, should be an early guest for us because um i'm already having it in the works surprise um but yeah also james if you remember the trick i told you about imdb might have you uh mine the the world for some information and um, all right yeah i'll see what i can do yeah and i think we i think we just gotta like reach out to everybody yeah yeah let's do it i i may have an iron in the fire for something but i don't wanna i don't wanna uh like get too excited about it too soon yeah. but we'll see yeah and we also i have like a special um detroiters um person in the works um but i again i think we just yeah play cool play cool gonna, Don't play it cool yeah. um, under over deliver awesome find yeah um yeah and we're just um man i, I, I i'm just my prediction I used to do have these predictions. I was a big hip hop person in the nineties. There weren't a lot of albums that came out. So a lot of times you'd be like, this album's coming out soon. What do you think it's going to be compared to their earlier work? Do you think they're going to continue going up or down? I, I just really, hmm. I'm, ex- I'm expecting season three to be the best season. Yeah. I'm uh, I, I feel like, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I feel like there's uh it's, I think that they're probably going to be able to maintain the sort of blueprint, but I bet there's going to be some pretty great guest stars and like some, you know, further, uh, you know, great, great new stuff. And Tim can't, I mean, he can't not be funny. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And it's like, he doesn't need, like sometimes you watch a show and the, the ideas and the writing needs to be like really tight and amazing. And I just think Tim can kind of like find humor and just these like really yeah. mundane. Yeah. yeah I, some of the funniest things is, is just the way that they represent like 
everyday things and like yeah. people's mannerisms and characteristics and turns of phrase, not even necessarily like the actual joke or yeah. humor of the sketch. And so because of that, I feel like there's, there's for sure going to be, you know, a great stuff coming. And that's always the stuff I'm like a little slow on. Like Jared, you put me on last season. Like I hadn't really watched the driving in the parking lot sketch a lot. And you were like, I think it's really funny. And like now, like, like not everyone yeah. knows how to do everything. Like, I feel like I say that every week. Yes, still. I know. <laughs> it's a great line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then bringing up the job interview scenario. Is great. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's just so random. It's great. It's great. Um, speaking of just, uh, I think you should leave stuff. Um, you know, we're in the middle of the NCAA Journey. tournament. Um, I'm and oh, yeah. paralleling that on Twitter um, at itysl underscore memes. Um, I've, I've been running a tournament. This year is the tournament of quotes from the show, which were nominated by followers of the Twitter account um, and. Uh, so it started out with 68 and we're down to the sweet 16 of that, which is getting really, really, uh, intense. So the voting for the sweet 16 is, uh, at my Twitter account, uh, starting tomorrow, Monday, um, around noon, about 24 hours per. I, I think Elon is screwing up your, like, I've had to, it's been harder for me to find it or like what, what pops up is just like some random little, like collateral comment that you've made after the poll and then i've had to like click and go up to find it it's just yeah something's going on with like yeah i think showing up there's a there's definitely like not being not paying and not being verified and stuff is i think like causing problems you yeah and i've been trying to like trying really hard to have a good thread structure so if you like jump in at any point you can scroll up or down to try to find where things are but yeah i think it's Aren't you uh, also on Parlor as well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Parlor and Truth Social. You know, you can follow yeah. me. Same account names there. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna go and register those right now. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be really well received on those uh, those sites. They're begging I... for that. I think you should leave content. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, those that crowd always thinks everything is like them like i just saw this thing on like somewhere where someone was like like going at alice cooper about like that the song like alice cooper was like you think i made the song for like right wing it was just really funny like they (laughs) totally missed the whole point of like the anyway I don't need to bog down our show with politics oh yeah well speaking of politics we got two new uh uh, politicians who used I think you should leave memes yes. in the last couple of weeks. Uh, one is uh, Ruben Gallego, Gallego. who is yeah. running for Senate in Arizona. And then the other one is a little bit more predictable. It's uh, Michigan Governor Gretchen, Whit- Gretchen oh. Whitner, which is like, nice. there's definitely the tie-in with, with uh, Detroit and stuff. Amazing. Well, uh, unless you guys got anything um else to say i think we should tie this up because i had set some burners and my guts are going nuts (laughs) (laughs) yeah sounds great all right signing off that's chunky peace that's a chunky has always been supported by 
the Etsy shop of Swayzine, S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. Uh, in the past, you've seen his amazing motivational posters, his um, At the Nighthawks Diner featuring characters from I Think You Should Leave. Uh, you also know his vintage jazz posters of Paul Bufano, Marcus the Worm Hicks, and Mookie Kramer. Um, Swayzine has a ton of new items in his shop we wanted to let you guys know about. Um, those three jazz posters have been turned into uh, attractive t-shirts. The Marcus Hicks in blue, the Mookie Kramer in green, Paul Bufano in white. He has a uh, very affordable uh, Bozo the Clown clown pewter sticker that you can put on your computer. Um, there is a Baby of the Year bib and onesie. Uh, he has Angels and Archways t-shirts, um, as well as uh, two new posters, one featuring Dangerous Nights, um, which is being framed and put on my wall, and an amazing portrait of uh, Brian from the uh, hat sketch, the insider trading sketch. Um, but the whole point of me re-recording this ad was to tell you about maybe the most innovative, I think you should leave product I've seen in my time doing this podcast, which is actual Dan Flash's shirts. So this isn't like a t-shirt that says Dan Flash on the front. This is a short or a short sleeve polo or a long sleeve uh, collared shirt that has the pattern Tim Robinson is wearing in the Dan Flash's sketch, uh, affordably placed at $30. I know when I went um, to the Dan Flash's stores at the Creeks, I spent $800 out, out the door and um, didn't eat for a long time, uh, saving my per diem. Um, but if you go to etsy.com slash shop slash Swayzine, again, Swayzine is S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. Um, you can own these shirts yourself. Um, and we want to thank uh, Reggie from Swayzine for his support of That's a Chunky. <laughs> 